Welcome to Anchor.com, AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard all around the world. From your bedroom, living room, bathroom, any room your heart desires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This evening, I am going to speak on one of my favorite vocal groups ever, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. And you do know that this is where Teddy Pendergrass got his big break in this group as a drummer and then of course as a lead singer and then he went on and you know but this in the sound of Philadelphia where they got in and it was a very important group one of the most important groups of the last 40 to 50 years a group that had quite a few big hits and songs that still speak and still hold sway to this day with the harmony and the very distinctive and when you, you don't think about blue notes when you hear this group, this group truly hit some distinctive notes. One of the best cuts that I remember was I Miss You. And very soulful, very toned. Uh, Harold Melvin had a very distinctive voice. You know, he was like one of those singers that had a a certain style to him, you know. And um, teaming up with the team of Kenny Gamble, Leon Huff, Philadelphia International, they made some of the most important records on Philly International and all around R&B, etc., etc. And this is one of them songs that when I hear I Miss You, you hear the heartfeltness of it and uh, the tone, the feeling, the vibe of it. It was just truly something to bestow. And it was, you know, the interesting thing about Hillman and the Blue Notes, they made songs that were long in minutes and so on and so forth but you heard you you definitely had a you know you were listening to them and you was definitely getting into the groove with them they definitely you know had a had a thing about them so um this is one of their many big hits and it's truly one of them songs that you can't stop listening to um don't leave me this way before Thelma Houston version, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. <clears throat> Again, it was very soulful, very strong. You know, they had a very distinctive style. Um, a true group, you know. Not like what you got with a lot of cookie cutter acts later on. But this was guys, these guys were styling, you know. Had a very distinctive, I'm going to say barbershop, pool hall vibe going on. But soulful though, you know. But grown folks, though, you know, just one of those kind of groups that you listen to. They had a very distinctive thing going on. And it just, uh, you know, it was very moving, um, definitely captured the soul. And it was definitely about the feeling. And uh, that was a cool song. That was definitely one of them songs that you could definitely bump to. Next hit, The Love I Lost. Had like a pseudo disco groove, had that Philly sound, had that that groove because you had to be able to do up tempo and slow cuts and your voice had to be intact to it and so that was like a must stay the must part of the gambling huff sound and the the whole kick so um another one of them songs that you know you, you, you when you hear it you feel it you're like yeah that's gambling that's that's very distinctive that's that's what they did you know they definitely had a way of putting a foot in a song making you feel a song and you were going to groove to the song and um this was one of them songs that i like the chorus i like the way the refrain is it just definitely hit the spot so you know it's like one of them songs where i'm saying like, yeah the love i lost and had definitely emotions and the groove and the vibe to it definitely was a hit definitely one of them songs that you just like 
I liked the way the tone of it was. It was on point. Another song I'm going to talk about. Um, hope that we can be together soon. And interestingly, they did this as a duet with Sharon Page. And it was a great duet record. You know, one of them songs that I like the arrangement. I like the tone, the feel of it, the sparse, the way of the tempo was. Voices were complimented. And, um, you know, when you hear this song, um, it's what I call brings back great memories, great times. Uh, again, soulful, very earthy, um, just, you know, well arranged everything about it. I mean, they had some strong arrangements which complement the vocals, which complement the instrumentation. Uh, couldn't go wrong. Couldn't go wrong. And it was definitely a song that um, I, I like. I enjoyed it. I remember when they did uh, subtle footage of them Soul Train, and it had a style about it. You know, they had an elegance and a style about it. So it was definitely, um, you know, one of them songs that uh, you could definitely feel, you know, you know. Next cut I'm going to do is If You Don't Know Me By Now. And Simply Red did this as a cover. And um, it, it, it's been covered, but it's somebody here. I remember the Blue Notes is when you hear Teddy Pendergrass hit that, hit that note. It's definitely felt um, very soulful. And just like I said before, they had some of the best songs and right, and you know, when you talk about songs hit at the right time, that's the best thing I could say about them because these songs were like definitely speaking for a particular time, particular audience, and expectation. And what you want to have to hear in music, you want to hear it conveyed, and you want to definitely feel the expression of it. And it just like how everything was such a contrast and how it all just came together. And it was definitely, um, you know, one of them songs that it was a, a message. And a sentimental broken, but yet it was like, um, you know, expressing himself, you know. And I liked the way the chorus went. I liked the way the groove, you know, like I said before, the days of when you could hear a song five, six, seven minutes long and the various musical changes and the chords, but also the, the sentiments of the vocals and how the writing and how everything comes together. It's just very distinctive. And so I had to like, I definitely was feeling that. And that was definitely... Uh, one of their many classics. You know, when you listen to Harold Merrill and the Blue Notes, the hits that they hit you with, those songs endure, you know. They're one of those groups that if they if you got like eight to ten of their best songs, those eight to ten songs can pretty much hang with some people's best songs. And that's a testimony to, to the depths that was there, that was written for them, product, produced for them, but also their vocals, which took it home. One of the favorite songs by them, though, is Wake Up Everybody. This song was soulful. It's the kind of song that, from the classroom, the way Teddy Pendergrass was singing, the way they were singing this song, you could almost hear Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s uh, echo it. And I don't say that lightly, but it's just that strong and powerful. You know, when you hear it, um, it's the kind of song that you... It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a cultural change. It's very black. It's a strong sentiment, strong statement, strong earthy song, you know. Um, the kind of song that you need to hear 
being echoed and said a lot more often. You know, it needs to be felt. And um, it's definitely a strong, I consider a pro-black song. Very much so. But Wake Up Everybody is like, you need to wake up and see what's going on in the world. And I'll tell you something that applies to, to this day. When you're out here seeing all this chaos and, and, and D.C. and places locked down and white supremacists and racism and how people at odds with one another and off of foolishness and a waste of time and so on and so forth, Wake Up Everybody is definitely a song that needs to be heard and played. Now, John Legend and the Roots did a remake of it. It ain't the same. It's a cute attempt. The roots are from Philly, and it was a cute attempt, but it ain't it ain't packing the same punch. I'm, I'm sorry. And one thing I will tell you on my podcast, I tend to uh, I like I'm going to stick to doing more positive reviews about stuff. If I don't, if I find something that's inferior, I'm not going to waste six, seven, eight minutes, ten minutes of my time talking about it. So you won't hear me discussing that. But I'm going to tell you like this the best polite way. But I'm going into it. Stick to the original. You can't go wrong with the original by Harold Miller and the Blue Notes. That's the wake up everybody you should listen to. Anything else is a cheap knockoff imitation. You know. It's, it's like you want to get the real brand. You don't want to get the generic brand. So anyway, those are my thoughts and takes about Harold Miller and the Blue Notes. Wash your hands. Keep your mind clear. Watch out for one another. And uh, please feel free to tell me your favorite Harold Miller and the Blue Notes songs, videos, albums, concerts. Feel free. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so next time, keep it funky. And remember, just because a song is old or album is old doesn't mean you can't hear something new in it. Because there have been quite a few covers, samples, loops, etc. of Harold Merv and the Blue Notes. So you'd be very surprised. Till next time, keep it funky. Be safe. Be healthy out there. Keep it on the one. And let's come back again. I'll see you soon. Peace.